Blog Talk Radio. In the morning, sunshine. Man, y'all, welcome to another Top on the Radio. This is Cave Talk, baby, right here with the Mr. Man. We getting into some deep topics. When you come on and take Cave Talk, man, we already keep it 100K, man. But everything we, we discuss on Cave Talk, always got to keep it 100K with no glow up. You did. We're going to cover some of them deep topics most won't, and they don't, and they won't. 
cover. You dig? Some of them touches ones. And tonight, man, we will be speaking on Mr. George Washington, man. So we're going to break down some information on him as well. And we got some other topics we throwing off in there, man. So we're going to get down pretty deep, man. Going to put a lot of facts out there, man. A lot of history out there. You know what I mean? Of a side that they don't really speak about a whole lot. You know, they always give us that blow-up version but never that full version. So we're going to make sure we put that, try to level the playing field out, man. We on old media's head, you did. Got to say, got to say big shouts out to the Green Room Director, Night Train the Brand, man. Hey, if you come on air, man, you going to get in the Green Room with Night Train the Brand, man. And Night Train the Brand does his thing off in the Green Room. He be having it jerking. Y'all stay tuned for the Green Room, green room Stories. Last show on air, he told us about one Green Room Stories, and off of that, you can imagine, man, what just ain't, ain't no telling what goes down in the green room. Again, I'm the Mr. Baby. This is Cave Talk, man. And we finished to get y'all in the motherfucking mood because it's a 100K all day on this episode, baby. Let's go. Shit. My prices just went up after this. Yeah, I'm going to come down here turn it in. You heard me. Well, I did, boy. Yeah, I know that already. Shit they never done. Coco Red on the feet. You heard me? I don't give a damn what a pussy nigga do. I cut a bear on it till her ass turn blue. I been getting money, boy. That shit ain't nothing new. I cut your ass off like, bitch, who are you? Rihanna keep playing. I'ma give her this bitch. I ain't going up. Deposit that chick. So 100K, I'm the hottest in the deep. I just let the nigga make it cause the niggas ain't me. Then turn it down, Bill, since that year 03. Now DC Swain on the dick like 03. Night train the brand, boy, I gotta charge a fee. I'm the one that paying for it, but I keep it low key. Stop the mama ain't a nigga in the world like me. Been getting money seven days of the week when a broke bitch call. I just let that whole ring. Let them all know we ain't coffee. Must be damn, show sure ain't jelly. Lord, then a bitch like Keisha, I'll belly. It must be damn, show sure ain't jelly. You Lord, then a bitch like Keisha, I'll belly. Your mama ain't a nigga in the world like me. Been getting money seven days of the week. When a broke bitch call, I just let that whole ring. Let them all know we ain't coffee. Must be damn, show sure ain't jelly. Lord in the beast like Keisha all belly. Must be damn, show sure ain't jelly. Lord in the beast like Keisha all jelly. Got the queen. She a bad little mama and I like this shit. Black car, cocoa red when it's matching fit. You can tell that I go through it like no other you dig was silly. Mention the kid, all the things that we did. I'm a fool. She know that I be making this topic once I drop it. These niggas hating, but they know I get popping. I got some moves. Check out the shoes, I'm doing my thing. Even though that I'm in the game, you better not mention my name. I fuck with trainers, nothing ever changes. I be in my lane, don't give a fuck what they think. Jelly. You lord in the bitch like 
future house jelly Stop the mama queen. ain't a nigga in the world like me Been getting money seven days of the week Been a broke bitch call, I just let that whole ring Let them all know we ain't cost a Must be damn, sure ain't jelly Lord in the beast like Keisha all belly Must be damn, sure ain't jelly You Lord in the beast like Keisha all jelly Stop a queen with Say what's jerky, man? Y'all already know this is Mr. Baby. Everything stay jerky. And if you're hearing this right now, I mean you tuned in to Topology Live, man. You can go ahead and call in at 657-383-1231. You did. Gotta say big shots out, man. The V-I-S, man. T-S, candles and wax melts. Also, Femmo, Bath, and hand soap. Make sure y'all go check them out on social media and order you something. You dig? Hey, request all that jerking music right here on the only crown jerking playlist on the internet, baby. Chop on it, radio network, system, man. Highlight it. Let's work. Keep it jerking. Twister. I love on Yeah. Every. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pop the molly, now this liquor in my body Got me pissed off feeling rowdy like I wanna fight somebody Middle finger, pick up bitch, she can left my little shawty I just wanna get fucked up and it's party with this molly Bitch, I'm Goku, 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 Goku Fucking 
about the hawk and chose my demon. And tonight I wanna fight, don't give a fuck about the reason. Bitch, I'm Goku, 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 Goku. I, I just bought the Molly, got this liquor in my body. Got me pissed off, feeling sorry like I wanna fight somebody. Bitch, I'm Goku.
Everybody, this is OP1 Kenobi, aka the OP, out here in Rapid City, South Dakota, and I'm tuned in listening to Chop On It Radio, the best blog talk radio in the nation. Y'all better check it out because it's all real stuff, real talk. I'm 
Detroit, got Dolphins head. What I weigh, all authentic, y'all prefer not Dolphins instead. I can freestyle all the dome, I can write it, I'll make it even harder. All I wrote right now is a dome, you should come try it, make it get harder. Did my thing when I came home, kept on writing, but we got slaughtered. Keep some J's on my payroll, this shit like lightning, nigga get slaughtered. I just put one in the head and I'm about to squeeze it. I'm on fire, they know I'm hot like I came out of Venus. She say, cut that AC down, you know I'm anemic. They had me locked in the cell, I felt like who did it. I just bought a brand new 40, it's already tough. I just bought that whole lady, she bought headed as fuck. I just dumped it yesterday, cause I already fucked. She think I'm sliding in my wheel, but it's a basic truck. Oh wait, fuck your mama, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Big shouts out, big shouts out, man, to the next level DJ family, man. Y'all already know we two jerking over this way, you dig? This is Cave Talk, man, and we're getting ready to get into some deep topic talk, man. Uh, Each Cave Talk, man, that we do, we're going to be tackling different topics, different people, different things out there, man. And our goal is to not only inform and to teach, man, but to also shed light to another side of things that a lot of people don't talk about because it's kind of touchy and, you know, it's not politically correct, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and they, especially when it comes to presidents, man, and founding fathers and things like that, a lot of people scared to really keep it 100K, you know what I mean? And, I mean, they, you know, people don't like really talking about history, but it's a lot of people that do. But a lot of people just want to shush it, you know what I mean, sweep it under the rug and keep the narrative that's out there. And if we don't stand up, man, and do what we're planning on doing, man. Uh, and it takes all of us, man. The What's going to be written is not going to change for another two generations, man. Two generations are better, man. So, you know, those of us that's in power, man, those of any kind of position, man, to get the word out there, get knowledge out there, history out there, man, we got to play our part, even if it's a small part or a big part. We got to play our part, man, because the narrative that's, that's being written right now, man, Ain't really what it is. You dig, and you already know that if you grow, because when you came up in school, they taught you certain stuff, and then as you become grown, a grown man, a grown woman, you find out that a lot of that stuff that they uh, told you or that they taught you wasn't really complete history. You dig, and you always felt like, well, dang, what's the other side of that? You know what I mean? Like, where's the other side of that history at? And they never do really tell you a lot about that type of stuff. So we're going to get into a lot of that as well, man. This show, if you want to call in, man, you got something you want to get off your chest, uh, you you know what I mean? You got your own topic that you want to talk about, man. That's a deep topic that you feel is a deep concern to people out there, man. You can call into the show, man, at 319-527-6057. That's 319-527-6057. Gotta say big shouts out, man, to Petty Murphy. Uh always supporting man. Femo, stay locked in with us, man. Me and Petty Murphy, we all been rocking for a long time now. So uh always excited to have him come on the air, man. He got some things that he wanna speak on, man. Gotta say big shouts out to Stefan the Phenom as well, man. He on the line, man, so definitely know he gonna check in and do his thing. If y'all was tuned in last show, man, he dropped a nice poetry uh, piece on us, man, and it was hot. All right, so let's go ahead and open it up, man. This is what we're going to do. So George Washington, man, right? Everybody knows George Washington, man, and everybody uh, 
you know, know what they tell you about George Washington. But we're going to get into some things, and it's going to get deep as we go. But we're going to start off light on you, man. We ain't going to just punch you in the gut right off the bat, man. But one big thing is the battles, okay, when it comes to the battles. Y'all know, man, George Washington, you know, he was he fought wars and stuff, right? So I'm going to just break a little piece of this information down for you, right? So you, the question would be, how many battles did George Washington actually lose, right? So General George Washington, the Second Continental Congress appointed General George Washington to be the commander of all American forces in the Revolutionary War, right? His first order of business was to build an army to challenge the British Supreme Commander General, William Hope, and his 30,000-man vaunted British army. He did. So, I mean, that, you know what I mean, Uh, it gets deep off into it about just exactly how many battles did he win versus how many did he lose, okay? So, man, um, and, and, and the 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 thing about it is a lot of people, you know, tell you that, oh, he was this great, you know what I mean, person. He won so many battles and he won all of them, but that's not necessarily true, you know what I mean? I know um, we're going to get deep off into that. But before we do, I want to bring everybody on, man, and get uh, bring them on to the show and get their thoughts on George Washington before we even get deep, deep off into what's going on, man. So we're going to bring Petty Murphy on, man. We're going to bring Night Train to Brand on. We're going to bring Stefan the Phenom on. So let me go ahead and get uh, Petty Murphy on. We got Night Train to Brand on right now. And we got Stefan the Phenom on right now. Night train to Brand Thermo. What's good with you, man? Check it in with you. We'll give her just a little bit, man. He's going to come to as soon as we get in the air spot. Petty Murphy, you on there with us? Yes, I am, famo. I am on here. Good to see you, friend, y'all. What's going on with you, man? Oh, well, you know, we're going to get into that topic in a little bit, but... um. You know, I'm working on the All-Missouri Music Awards, which is tomorrow night here in Kansas City at the Scottish Rite Temple, headed by Eric Bellinger. If y'all know who Eric Bellinger is, you need to get your ass to Spotify and listen to that shit. Right, right. But um, he do got a new single out called OnlyFans. Not OnlyFans.com, I'm sorry, people. But, no, it's a hot track. I'm going to actually meet this man tomorrow hosting this event. So it's going to be a lit, litty situation or it's gonna be a lit night or like night train the brand like to say a muddy muddy situation but um to talk about george washington you know there's a lot of things that people don't know about george washington of course like you said we're gonna get deep off in that ass but before we get deep off in that ass yeah he's an american hero we all know that but there's a lot of things that they didn't teach us in school because basically like i said Half of the book that they told us, 50% of it is bullshit, the other half is lies, which we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. George Washington was a general. Everything that you said yeah. is true. But yeah. when we get deep off in that ass, before I know, and we get deep in there, I want everybody to know, this is why you never trust a motherfucker with wooden teeth. Come on. Watch. Well, supposedly, mm-hmm. we go, yeah, we, we, we go get all the way into it. Petty, Petty, right, man. That's why we love having Petty come on, because 
it's a few people, man, that love keeping it a hundred k, man, and we know Petty. Mm-hmm. That's what he gonna do all the time, man. That's that's just what's gonna happen. Stefan the now, man, all the way up there from the shy, man. What's going on with you? And go, you go ahead and speak a little bit about tonight's topic, man. Which is gonna be George Washington, man. Wow. Y'all just wait till we get deep deep off in that ass like uh Patty Murphy said. What's up, Patty man? What's going on, bro? Shout out to you, bro. Oh, uh, uh, not much, brother, not much, brother. Like I said, next time I'm in Chicago, Harold's on you. Yep, yep, you, most definitely. Most Because I missed I missed out. <laughs> My yes bad. you did, yes you did, yes you did. I understand you were working, man, I understand. But like I said, um, we gonna get together, famo. Ain't nothing but to do it, but to, to do it, but to do it, man. That's all it is. Oh, oh, it's on, it's on the top, man. I can't wait to meet all my famos, man. What's I, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I want to meet all my famos. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah it's on, man. man. Oh yeah, we gonna get it together. Let's go ahead, let's get Night Train the brand on checking with him, and then we are gonna dive deep over to it, man. So Night Train the brand, man. What's going on with your famo, man? What's good? We got him. You know, Famo busy, man, so I know he's juggling like two, three things right now. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to get him on the line. And uh, as soon as he get in on the line, though, man, we're going to make sure we hear from him, man. Got to see what's going on in the busy life. The night train the bread, man. Y'all know how he do, man. But, there, so George Washington, man. All right. So there's a lot of a lot of good stuff, you know what I mean, be said about George Washington. Uh, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of things that a lot of people really just don't too much know, you know what I mean, as far as in, like, with the slaves, him being born into it, you know what I mean? His daddy, you know, basically giving him, you know what I mean, blessing him with, with slaves. But he did, you can't say he did end up changing his views later on in life, you know what I mean? But Here's one big thing when it comes to that, because that's what they love to say. Well, yeah, you know, he did have slaves, and, you know, his daddy, when his daddy died, his daddy gave him slaves and gave him the land and, and, and the Mount Vernon, which he called, you know, he gave him that. But, yeah, but the only reason that he even started changing his viewpoint when it came to slavery is because that he found slavery was economically inefficient. Right, so in the last like few decades of his life, the profits from his farmland, right, did not cover the cost of what it cost to feeding and uh clothing the estate slave. You feel me? So, by the seventeen seventies, Washington began to realize that slavery was not an efficient labor system for Mount Vernon. Right, so after switching his plantations, focus from tobacco to less uh, labor-intensive grains, Washington had far more enslaved workers than he needed. He was losing money, right? So by 1799, he laminated, I have more working Negroes by full half than can be employed to advantage in the farming system, right? Now, this we're talking about you. George Washington. And a lot of people that I talked to, man, you know, really didn't know a lot of this, um, any involvement with Washington and slaves or, or how he came to even own the land and the slaves and things like that, right? So during uh, the American Revolution, you know, they did an anti-slavery settlement. It spanned it throughout the Atlantic world. 
Some abolitionists was influenced by enlightenment theories promoting liberty and equality, others by religious convictions. So in 1872, a new Virginia law loosened restrictions on freeing slaves, prompting a surge uh, by the state's slaveholders, right? So, yeah, George Washington did hone them, but we got to put out there, like I said, we got to put out there what he did say, too. And this is a, a passage from him. There is not a man living who wishes more sincerely than I do to see a plan adopted for this uh, for slavery, but there is only one proper and effectual mode by which it can be accomplished, and that is by legislative authority. And George Washington said that in 1786, right? So that was, of course, a time when he started, um, you know, seeing the era and his viewpoints about slavery. You know what I mean? But it didn't happen overnight. It took him a little time to get there. And like I said, we're going to get into, you know, how he acquired the slaves, how he acquired the land, and a lot of that stuff was inherited. And y'all know how they inherit. And he got inherited on his father's deathbed, man, gave him, you know, his gun. He gave the land to him. And he also gave him some, you know what I mean, the slaves that was on there. He assigned like 10 of them to George Washington. You know what I mean? So he didn't start out in no bad way. He started out pretty, you know, pretty doing pretty good if you in that type of life, owning slaves and those type of things. And the land behind it, you know, it was a battle back and forth because they actually, between family members, Mount Vernon was actually split. It was it was actually two pieces of different land, and then they did combine them together. But we're going to bring everybody back on, man, and, and just get everybody's thoughts on just that part there about, you know what I mean, Washington did have slaves. But before we get to the backtrack, got to speak on what he said when he started changing his views, right? Because if he would have kept the same views, many say he did, many say he did it. But to hear his reasons that it wasn't, wasn't because all oh, he felt it bad, you know what I mean, that people, you know, it was a bad thing. He found it for the reason he found it to be inefficient on his plantation, man. So we're going to bring Stefan the Phenom on. We're going to bring Petty Murphy on. So Stefan the Phenom, man, I'm going to go to you, man. What do you think about just that little piece right there that we covered uh, on the reason why it started changing his mind towards slavery and dealing with him and his his uh, farmland? See, I, I had didn't know nothing about that part. I know I know about a lot of other parts, though. I didn't know that part because I didn't read up on it. I was late on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was late that's on cool. that. Well, so. Yeah, that's cool. I understand, man, and, and that's why I love doing this, man, because a lot of people I talk to before even bringing this topic, man, you know what I mean, uh, didn't know certain things. You know what I mean? So uh, we definitely, definitely have to talk about it. Petty Murphy, man, let me get your thoughts on on that part right there. I did not know that this is the first time in the history of niggerdom. White man said he had too many working niggers at his job. <laughs> I did not know this shit. God damn. But, 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 you know, all of that right there is what they did not teach us in school. Like I said, right. or what Method Man said in How High, 50% of this uh, information is bullshit, the other half lies. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And another
another big thing too with Washington is, you know, what a lot of people don't know is even though he was critical on the slavery as time went on, but he continued to use enslaved labor while he was president, right? So despite being uh have been an active slave owner fifty six years. For fifty six years. He he struggled with the institution of slavery and he spoke out frequently his desire to end the practice. And it was at his death he made the decision to free all his slaves, you know what I mean, in seventeen ninety nine. But well, the only he was the only slave holding founding father to really do that. So out of the other slave holding founding fathers, Washington was the only one to do that. But for fifty six years he did have slaves and when he became president he did still use enslaved labor during his presidency. So it's not like, you know, he was going into being a president or any of these things with a pure heart for how to treat everybody as equal. Now, like I said, they call these people the founding fathers and the first president and they praise these people and they put them on a pedestal. But in the school books and in history, they're not really teaching you. Uh, it, 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 they're not really teaching you the real history. George Washington became a slave owner man at the age of eleven. Man, George Washington was a slave owner at the age of eleven. His father, which is Augustine, who died in seventeen forty-three, so he became the George Washington became a slave owner at eleven years old. Right, so in his will, man, like I was telling you, Augustine, his father, he left his son 200 acres, the family farm, which was near Fredericksburg in Virginia, and in addition to that, Washington was wielded 10 slaves, all right, as a young adult. So Washington purchased at least eight more slaves, including a carpenter named Kit. Washington purchased more enslaved people in 1755, including four men two women, and a child, okay? So at the time of George Washington's death, the Mount Vernon enslaved population consisted of 317 people. Of the 317 enslaved people living at Mount Vernon in 1799, a little less than half, 123 of the individuals, was owned by George Washington himself. Another 153 Another 153 at Mount Vernon in 1799 were dower slaves from the Cuttis estate with Martha Washington's first husband, Daniel Parkey Cuttis, died without a will in 1757. She received like a life interest on one-third of his estate, including the slaves. So neither George nor Martha Washington could free these slaves by law upon Martha's death. These in- individuals reverted to the Cuttis estate and were divided among her grandchildren. All right, so this is the history about, you know, these Washingtons that they really don't want to tell you, all right? So George Washington's marriage to Martha Cuttis significantly increased the number of enslaved people on Mount Vernon, all right? So after marrying Martha Dandridge Custis in, in January 1759, George Washington's his uh, slave holdings increased dramatically, man. So as the widow widow of a wealthy planter who died without a will, 
1757, remember, Martha's share of the Custis estate brought another 84 enslaved people to the Mount Vernon. So the stark increase in the enslaved population at Mount Vernon at this time reflected similarly trends in the region. So when George Washington took control over the Mount Vernon property in 1754, the population of Fairfax County was around 6,500 people, of whom a little more than 1,800, or about 28%, were slaves of the African origin. So the proportion of slaves in the population as a whole rose throughout the century. By the end of the American Revolution, only 40% of the people living in Fairfax County were slaves, man, were slaves. Man. So the threat of physiological violence underpinned slavery. Slave owners administered punishment to control their workforce. In his later years, George Washington believed that harsh and indiscriminate punishment could backfire and urged overseers to motivate workers with encouragement and rewards. Still, still, here comes this no blow up, man. This is what we keep it 100K. He still approved of correction when those methods failed. So he still approved of the methods when he still approved of the correction when the methods failed. This ain't somebody who believed this in his heart. That's why we say, man, they tell you what they tell you, but you got to break it down, man. So Mount Vernon's enslaved people endured a range of punishments depending on the alleged offense. In 1793, farm manager Anthony Whitting accused Charlotte, an enslaved seamstress, of being impudent by arguing with him and refusing to work. As punishment, he whipped her with a hickory switch, a reprisal Washington deemed, get this, very proper. Charlotte's response that she had not been with for 14 years suggests that physical punishment was sporadic, but not unheard of at Mount Vernon. So when she got whipped, he deemed it very proper. Just George Washington, man. You know, the one y'all, everybody talked, first president, wooden teeth, and we're going to get into his teeth too, because the man. The man was actually a, a, a con artist and a liar, man. He lied his way all the way up to the top, man. And even with the battles here, he lost more battles than he won. First of all, let's put that out there. But his tactics went on to help a lot of other people in history win battles. But he lost more battles than he won. So he wasn't great at that either. I mean, you know what I'm just saying? He really wasn't great at that either, right? Okay, so, but, you know, one thing about up there on Mount Vernon, they did, you know, the slaves, they did have a, you know what I mean, uh, was able to do, practice different religions, different traditions and customs, you know what I mean? So, you know, he did give them that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, on a number of occasions, man, a number of occasions, a lot of those slaves, man, from the Washington household, they ran away in an attempt to regain their freedom, you know what I mean? So, uh, it took opportunities when possible to physically escape the enslavement. So, like, check this out. On April of 1781, during the American Revolution, 17 members of the Mount Vernon enslaved population, 14 men and three women, fled to the British warship HMS Savage, anchored in the, in the Potomac off the shore of the plantation. So, in other instances, members of the enslaved community were directly connected to the Washington 
either attempted to or were successful in their escape plans. These individuals included Washington's personal assistant, Christopher Shields, personal assistant, Christopher Shields, who planned to escape with his fiancée, was started. The family cook Hercules and Martha Washington's personal maid on a judge. Both of them escaped successfully. So not only did Washington's personal assistant, which was a slave, Christopher Shields, Martha Washington's personal maid, which was a slave, on a judge, both of them escaped, right? And we know slavery is bad, and who, who would not try to escape, you know, if they could, and they mustered up enough power and prayed enough to get the strength of, you know what I mean? All of them probably wanted to, but that's just let you know. I mean, that's their personal assistant and personal maid, and they got up out of there. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of times, man, you know, running away, especially doing saving, you know, it's always risky. And, you know, not all the ones that did succeeded. You know what I mean? Uh, they would do certain things, man. You know, the ones that didn't run and didn't leave. And it, it gets real touchy when you talk about this because they feed you so much stuff, man. So much stuff in, in American history that don't really shed light and don't give you a... But that's their purpose. That's the purpose of old media is to persuade you to believe and look at the story and history how they want you to, while at the same time covering up some of the things that they don't want you to see, that they don't want you to learn, they don't want you to find out about, right? So you only have that one image of, of the situation, of history, and that's what they portray. And they always say history is in, in, in the power of those who write it. So that's why we doing things like this, man, to just put some of the history out there People are always talking about, you know, honoring Washington and, and the presidents and things like this. And I understand you got to have respect for, you know, the office and respect for the title. But a lot of these people ain't all what they say, okay? And Phyllis Wheatley, if you know anybody that know upon your history or poems and poetry and writing, Phyllis Wheatley, you know what I mean? She, she wrote a book. She wrote a book. You know what I mean? And, and even for Washington, he wrote to her, thanking her for her poem that he, that she sent to him in 1775. You know what I mean? So she, she, uh, we're going to get off of that too, man. So let me bring Penny Murphy on. And let me bring Stefan the Phenom on, man. And we didn't just touch on a couple of things. We touched on George Washington's marriage with Martha Cutis. You know what I mean? I could be pronouncing her name wrong, but it's Martha Dangerous Cutis, and um, how he increased his slave holdings when he married her. You know what I'm saying? And about how he came in to even owning slaves and at the age of 11 years old. Now, remember, his father left him 280 acres of farm, a family farm. And black folks really need to hear this too, man, because on this side, you got to think about it. All right? They was leaving their kids land, right? And even though they chose to do some evil stuff on the land and some wrong stuff on the land, you know what I mean? We can always learn if we just pay attention and just look. But that land was getting passed down. When his father died, them 280 acres went to his son, right? And if it wouldn't have been for old boy dying, and didn't have a will made, 
then that man's land could have went to whoever it did, but it ended up staying with Martha because of, of, of you know, not having that wheel. So let's bring on Petty Murphy, and let's bring on Stefan the Phenom, and I got to get their thoughts on this right here. And this right here shows a lot, and the reason why it's relevant is because a lot of people have got things passed down to them, and we can say stereotypes, the way they look at other races and things like this. But here's a clear cut right here. This is George Washington. First became a slave owner at the age of 11 years old with 280 acres. And uh, what did he have, man? He had uh, uh, these slaves and, and already ready to go for him. So 10 slaves that he got, he purchased eight more. And then he ended up purchasing even more. All right, Petty Murphy, I'm going to go. Let me get Petty Murphy on the line. Petty Murphy, man, I'm going to go to you. Man, George Washington sounds like a modern-day Donald Trump. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you look at the similarities, man. Look at the similarities, man. Look at it, man. He lied his way to the top. You know, his wife is probably ugly. I mean, well, I've seen the pictures of the bitch. I mean, she is ugly. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, we glorify these motherfuckers, man. Like, you know, like, like you know, we glorify them, man. And, you know, want to say, oh, they can't do no wrong. But little do people know that people have skeletons. What's done in the dark will always come to the light. So I say this, just like Jay-Z and everyone else said, you know, only Washington's are in my pocket. Fuck. Just like this, it's like Christopher Columbus. Fuck Christopher Columbus and fuck fuck George Washington. That's how I put it. Like oh yeah, that. we go we go get in we go get into Christopas Columbus on 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 a segment too. But yeah, you know I, the I, thing I, I, you know the thing about the wooden teeth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is a big one. This is a big one, right? But check this out. This is getting ready to slap everybody. George Washington, right? He 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 mm-hmm. did have he had he had a lot of sets of different dentures made, but he used to have dentures made. Now this is a list of the dentures. I mean the teeth that he had made in his possession. He had some made of ivory, gold, lead, and human teeth. The human teeth came from some of the slaves that he owned. Uh oh, I'm dropping too much. I'm dropping too much facts out there, man. I'm dropping too much facts out there, man. Some of the teeth that he wore in his dishes, man, was came from slaves. Mm-hmm. Came right out their mouth, man. <laughs> but a lot of them was ivory. Yeah, that's wild. Cause that's just what happened too. That's wild because right niggas wear both teeth now. <laughs> yeah. And he got, he said he had teeth of ivory. They he rocked in that, yeah. Damn, yeah, that motherfucker yep. had dolphin teeth. He had dolphin yeah. teeth. Yeah, man. And, and, and they said that's where he was getting his... His, I mean, they, this is this is the actual evidence. Ivory, he had ivory, gold, and lead, and the human. But check this out. Check this out right here. Wood, uh-huh. wood, wood was never used in Washington's dentists. Hmm. Look, so nor, nor, did any, nor did any dentist in that era ever use wood. Well, commonly didn't use the wood for the dentures. So not only did he lie about the dentures being wood, or they did, man, he didn't have no wood. He had, it was either ivory, gold, lead, and most of the time it was the one. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, 
this is why this is what this is why Chop on the Radio does what it does. Keep it a hundred k. This is bullshit. See, like I said, man, this is why they hate us so damn much. Is because the truth is always told. And and, and, and damn, this motherfucker had no wooden teeth. I swear to God, I am going to tell my nieces and nephews. They had to write a report about George Washington. I'm like, look, I got the truth right here. Fuck them damn books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Because it, it, it also, man. Now it's it's myths out there. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. the 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 discredited myth was like I said, the Washington wooden teeth. It does reflect some elements of truth, but like say the version of the myth where Washington carved the wooden teeth himself and he made his own. You know what I mean? It yeah, is true, but that was what he made try to make repairs. To his dentures, and that was made by Greenwood. So it's only a myth associated with him, man. But it caused attention to the individual's physical uh, fortality, man. It was a reminder that when he gave his um, speech in 1789, which was his first inaugural address in 1789, he only had one single remaining natural tooth in his head. Wow. So when in seventeen eighty nine when he gave his first inaugural address, he only had one single natural tooth still in his damn head, man. See? Man. Yeah. This is mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Now, what y'all think? Let me get you let me get your uh uh viewpoints on basically the his father leaving him the two hundred and eighty acres and the ten slaves, which he later on bought more, but just the two hundred and eighty acres and the slaves. What 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 is your full take? And you know ain't nobody wrong. Y'all know how we do it, man. It's y'all view. What's your take on that? I'm gonna step on the phenom go. Step on? That's all the feet now. You on there? Okay, we give him we give him a little bit, man. He might have stepped away for a little bit. So we give him a little bit. Like I said, I know it's a uh it's a touchy subject, it's a touchy situation, man, but the truth, you know what I mean? The truth is out there, man. And like I said, with with the teeth, since we was when we was on it. Alright. Since we was on it, we was talking about the teeth. And yes he did, you know, get some from the slave, uh, from the enslaved people. He, it, it's a ledger. So according to, we're we not saying no blow up. According to George Washington's ledger, on it was in May on May eighth, seventeen eighty four. Right? Check this out. This why we say we keep it a hundred k and no blow up. He paid six pounds and two shillings for Negroes. Uh, two Negroes for nine teeth, right, on account of a French dentist named Dr. LeMay, right? And you can go look it up, man, and you can go, you can find that ledger, and it will show you that ledger, right? So we know that George Washington participated in one purchase of teeth from unidentified enslaved persons at Mount Vernon. A regular right. transaction was entered twice in George Washington's financial records. So uh-huh. in May of uh, 1784, 
the Mount Vernon plantation manager, which was Loon Washington, recorded in his journal of accounts under the heading cash or paid on account of General Washington to the following transaction. To pay Negroes for nine teeth on account of the French students or Dr. Demay, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The same transaction was subsequently transcribed in George Washington's ledger for accounts as a credit to London by cash for the Negroes for nine teeth. So, according to the best practices, and this is from the 18th century book, even the Journal of Accounts contains simple listings of payments and receipts as they occurred in the ledger of accounts, organizes information on client by client basis, right? And both countries, there's a count on account of the dentist points uh, in the end receipt. So, Washington had been purchasing the teeth for himself. Damn. This is mind-blowing. This is a muddy, muddy situation. Man. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And, and these, these, like I said, man, from inheriting, you know what I mean, the land, the teeth. We just now broke it down about the teeth, man. And we got more examples on uh, how he, certain things he lied about. And when it comes to the war, you got to take in mind that we all know the cherry, the cherry tree was a myth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, when he said, I cannot tell a lie, I did cut it with my hatchet, uh, we know that was a myth. We know that's really a lie. But he cheated, like I said, he lied and cheated his way to the top. Right? So we already been told about the teeth. Right? I told you that at 11, at 11 years old, he inherited 10 slaves from his father. And over the next mm-hmm. 56 years, he would rely on them to supply replacement teeth. <laughs> so wow. it wasn't like he just, he wasn't like he was just, okay, one time, let me get one of them Negroes tooth. No, it, it, it happened over a 56 year period. But oh, man. He, he, he did pay them for their teeth, but, of course, you know, he didn't pay them for what they were supposed to go on the market, you know what I mean, or what they was being advertised for. But he did do that, right? Right. Okay, now check this out, man. So in one of the codes book, it dives into how Washington mistreated his slaves. He lied mm-hmm. to incite a he lied to incite a battle and generally disappointed the founding fathers, counting his long held image as an honest man who could not tell a lie. So a slave named Isaac once told of an incident where Washington ordered him to cut a log, but Isaac was unable to chop it to Washington's exact exact specifications. So in response, Washington, this is what he said, gave me such a Slap on the side of my head that I whirl around like a top, and before I knew where I was, was master was gone. Isaac later told one of Washington's nephews. So when he was traveling, mm-hmm. Washington made sure his slaves tore from sunrise to sundown, six days a week, kept in line by overseers who wielded whips and hickory sticks, a system he he found very popular. I'm going to say that again. He and Washington made sure his slaves tore from sunrise to sundown, six days a week, 
kept him in line with overseers who wielded dip and hickory sticks, and that was a system that he found fucking proper. The fucking president, first president that everybody's saluting all the time. He thought that shit was proper. Motherfucker. <laughs> how do you, how do you, and we know we got to take in context the time and the era that they live. Cool, we understand that. But you know, there was a lot of people that, it was some people that wasn't on that type of stuff. And they showed that from yep. the straight beginning. It was people that was, that was standing out going against this type of stuff. But this one here, this good sir here, George Washington, had to put him on the chopping block, man, because I see people all the time throw these presidents' names out there and these people's names out there from all back then, and they go off what's been said, which is only half of the history, man. But the same people you glorify, you don't really know, man, that they was okay with people getting beat and hung and whipped yeah. and these type of things. They, it was, they thought it was okay to snatch teeth out of slaves' heads because they didn't have no damn teeth in their head and they needed to make some dentures. So they thought this man thought it was over 56 years. Come on, man. Yeah, man, Come that's on. that bullshit, man. And then and, and it's and look, good. It ain't, like the dentist, it ain't like the dentist back then was like the dentist now. So how they had to get the teeth out their mouth, man? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Torture. Come on. We got we got Night Train and Brand back on, man. Well, I've been trying to get him on. Let's check in with him real quick while he got the time. What's going on, fam? On Night Train and Brand, what's good with you, man? Night Train and Brand, Brand game by all the good boys. Muddy, muddy situation. We hear women just like that. Coco red on me, make them hate on me. What's good, Soldier? Like what's that. good, Petty? What's good, What's fam? going on, Famo? We hear women just like that, man. What y'all boys got going? Are we talking about the first president? That's right. Hey, I was in the green room drinking on my um, Red Bull white coconut. Red Bull cut the check, bro. And um, I heard the little conversation we talking about. And I want to talk about this nigga wood and teeth. What make him put wood teeth, wood in his gum? Well, see, that's what we (laughs) just broke down. He never did put the wooden teeth in his mouth. He used ivory. Right, ivory, gold, lead, and famo. For over fifty-six years, man, he was pulling teeth out of his slaves' mouth using them. He was using what? He was using oh, teeth yeah. from the enslaved people on Mount Vernon, man. You know, Mount Vernon was the plantation here. He was using teeth from his own slaves, oh, man. And he, he was paying them for. It. He was paying oh, them for. This it. Man. He was taking good good people's teeth and using them hoes. Boy, that whole ass shit that nigga would do. But yeah. I want to get your thoughts on that. And also, when his father died, Augustine Washington, when he passed, he gave George, little George, he gave him two hundred and eighty acres. And he started him he started him off with ten slaves. Well, yeah, see, when you get, when you get, that's what I'm saying, bro. So he got a good-ass head start, 288 acres of land. 288 of land. Come on, bro. That's bad. That, come see, on, man. That's, that's good. I mean, that's good. Yeah. It's good, but, but you know how we talk about all the time and you see people say, man, this stuff has been passed down from, 
generation to generation, bloodline generation to generation. Yeah. Yeah. This show you right here. These are some of the first steps of what we what people say now. You say, okay, well, how'd that start? How did it get like that? Well, here, prime example is George Washington. He's one of the great prime examples. His daddy passed him down 280 acres, and he gave him some slaves. And shout out to his daddy, bro. 288 acres? Yeah, man. Yeah, and he started him off with 10 slaves, and then Washington went on to buy his own. Oh, man, they put that boy in a great situation, bro. Can't knock the daddy, huh? 11 years old. 11 years old. And see, this is the thing, though. His daddy was uh, his daddy was in the, was in the, was in the wars and stuff, too. You feel me? But we going to get on a lot more Washington's lies, man, because <laughs> Washington, he, 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 he got some whoppers out there. The teeth, that's one. We know the cherry tree. That's another one. He did own slaves. He was. He felt like whipping slaves with hickory sticks was a proper form of correction for the people. And this was even when he when he was in presidency, he had he still had enslaved people. Hickory sticks. Yeah, so check this out. He said during Washington's first presidential term. When he lived in Philadelphia, right, the state of Pennsylvania passed a law that would have led to his slaves obtaining their freedom. He wrote, right, to a relative that the idea of freedom might be too great a temptation for them to resist. I do not think they would be benefited by the change. Uh Uh-oh. I'm dropping too much motherfucking knowledge. Yeah, you right dropping now. too much knowledge on that. Uh-huh, keep wrote, on dropping that knowledge. He wrote and he said, the idea of freedom might be too great a temptation for them to resist. I do not think they would be benefited by the change. So he thought he they would the slaves wouldn't been benefit they wouldn't benefit from freedom. God damn, how somebody ain't gonna benefit from freedom? From being free. Because he wasn't a slave, right? He come from he come yeah. from you could say royalty. He come from that bloodline whose name was always popping throughout throughout history. Like I said, his daddy, his grandfather, they was all major time people in military factions. So for the most prize of his slaves, he took he took advantage of a loophole in the law. Slaves would only be free if they remained in the state for six months. So he arranged for his most valued slave to travel to Mount Vernon, Virginia every six months, officially, officially keeping him as property. This is the first president, mm. right? This George Washington. This the big homie George Washington, right? <laughs> the nigga on the dollar, right? Oh, hey. oh we on his ass. Yeah. Look, on his ass. Look, old bald-headed ass in the middle. Little, little old <laughs> hey, that boy. It's just the quota. So, and he on the quota. A little half of a little cupcake yeah. head. Hey. Oh, boy, George, come a chameleon looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
And see, this 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 the history, man. This the fact. So when that escape, when that slave man, he he escaped with another slave. 1797, right? So Washington was so bent on, on if they captured him and returned to him. One of them they never did find. But the other one they found that was in the street. That was Patrick Freeman, Night Train. Huh? That was Patrick Freeman. That was Catcher Freeman. That was Catcher Freeman from the Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was Catcher Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the other one, man, they called in, in the which was a free state in New Hampshire, right? And they agreed to return that one under certain conditions, right? And the conditions was that she would never be sold. So when Washington learned that she tried to set terms, he was, you know, optimistic, man. Such a compromise is totally inadmissible. He wrote to the man he'd hired to find her. However, well disposed, I might be too... A gradual abolition. It would be neither be politic or just to reward unfaithfulness. The code notes that Washington never freed a slave during his lifetime, nor did he do anything to free nor did he do anything to free them as president. And while he claimed to be a principal against selling people, as you would do cattle in the market, he did so in at least Three occasions, including once to a man in the West Indies where slavery was known to be a special kind of hell. Washington knew that the West Indies would bring about a brutal change in their lives. So they would likely work on sugar plantations under underseers who were quick to use their whips. Their dyes would be poor. Their medical care worsened. And they were virtually guaranteed a premature death. Cole also takes aim at Washington's reputation as a brilliant military status. Now, this is what I had spoke on earlier. Know that he lost more battles than he won, and that as a young soldier, he committed a blunder uh, that ignited a global conflict. So, too illiterate to unlearn, unread, or his station and reputation, man. Right, so we're gonna get off into that, but we're gonna take a real quick break, man. We're gonna play a couple of songs, man, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna get off into this side of the um military situation, man, and some other things that he wasn't the person that said he cannot tell a lie. Oh, he told a whole bunch of lies and they honor him to this day. So they say a lot about where we at as well, man, it's this country. And I like talking about this real shit. But we gonna talk about it. Like a beanie, we savages and we screaming like maybe this for a reason. 
for that some major shit used to struggle to pay the rent Now trillions the main event prison walls they was caving in Had to get it out the mud That they was bathing in savage tired of them blood so I'm just tired of the lies that they be telling I'm a felon first degree Bet on me, tell on me, tell them that, tell them back It's a rap, no cap, all facts Waiting no trilly, be patient Watch as I build me a nation Keep them spicy on some patience Disrespect when you keep it at 100K and no blow up, you dig? This history, man. And they choose to tell one side, man, and we choose to tell the side that they don't. So right now, I'm going to send this out. Big shout out, man, to Mr. George Washington himself, the man that could never tell a lie. This for you. Love her mercy. Power on the feet. Uh, young horses trying to make a way to me. This street are too cold. 
I saw my baby riding with a nigga in the beamer. I saw my brother give up, so we look up to your Cena. Okay, you guy, but then my dear, what cast I need with Sika. We came through the back and now we pull up as the leader. I'm a drunk at his paper, on the street, it's not safer. Feel on this on my mind, but right now I'm live with the touch of the maker. No, life's not easy, but then you make come free me. Fist of the day, it's free, I did not make. Yo, I decree for the unstoppable I represent for Chapanic Radio Station and number one. Mm-hmm. Yo, India, what happened to the creeper? Where are you? Where are you, me charge? Where are you? You're gone too soon. You're on a journey when we can't walk up. We behind the heights, behind the dark cloud. The angel came into your pass out. I feel it to my heart when I hear your pass out. No one acts up a deck, but that's all life for. You never live to see the dreams of a talk bro. On the bike, the cars, and the tree nice house. You're not even around to see a youth ago. A loyalty, me pleasant to you. Help out to you while I can support. Be dear for your mother winter, she come around. The same thing you would have done if me gone. Me stepping on the street, I'm a pro in a dance. Hear this little job. A reference song, we walk out, bust a couple blank, sip a Guinness, well remember the past. When I hear the news, me feel it in the charge. Your body to the mob, me crying on my charge. Tear shit from my eyes, me see your mother cry. You can't leave your child, feel it in the charge. When I hear the news, me feel it in the charge. Your body to the mug, 
me crying on my charge tear shit from my eyes First me see your mother cry You gonna leave your child me feel it in no charge. We used to eat on the street like side by side. No, hear me crying at the graveside. It hurt me more when I saw your little child. I asked why daddy never say goodbye. Bring pain to my heart and tears to my eyes. A good friend gone, which is so hard to find. One out a million and so defined. I wish I could hear your voice one more time. When I hear the news, me feel it in no charge. Your body to the mob Me crying on my charge Tear shit from my eyes Me see your mother cry You're gonna leave your child Feel it in no charge When I hear the news Me feel it in no charge Your body to the mob Me crying on my charge Tear shit from my eyes Me see your mother cry you're gonna leave your child Me feel it in no charge You're on a journey where me can't walk up Way behind the heights, behind the dark cloud The angel came in and you pass out Me feel it to my heart when me hear you pass out No one acts up a death but that's all life go You never leave the city dreams so we talk about On the bike, the cars and the tree nice house You're not even around to see a youth grow A loyalty, me pledge unto you Help out to you while I can support Be dear for your mother when she come around The same thing you woulda do if me gone Me stepping on the street and me prowling at a dance Hear this little job a reference song Me walk out, bust a couple blank Sleep a Guinness while my mother pass When I hear the news, me feel it in the charge Your body to the mug Me crying on my charge Tear shit from my eyes First me see your mother cry You're gonna leave your child Feel it in no charge I've been down for so long All I've ever known to do is to be strong I might bend, I won't break Cause I remember what my mama used to say She used to tell me I was different <laughs> Thank God I paid attention she used to say that I was different <laughs> It ain't easy being gifted Oh no, 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 no All my life I've been an outcast Never outclassed, been about cash Always cared about the art of it A la carte, the kid ain't never outmatched Remember when they used to pig on me You ain't never gonna be shit, homie Now they asking for a flick What the fuck is this? Get up off my dick, homie Said I'm a little retarded <laughs> I said I'm the life of the party They said I was gonna be sorry I flip that shit like I'm Jeff Hardy huh. Off the top rope with the swan, tom, bomb They all believed I was dumb, dumb, dumb I was suggesting to run, run, run I was knocked down but not done, 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 no I had to fall back, I was using the haters a bow I see what they saying, they praying I never let go They know once I do this chapter they've written is close Rerolls Cause I've been down For so long all I've ever known to do is to be strong I might bend, I'll never break Cause I remember what my mama used to say She used to tell me I was different <laughs> Thank God I paid attention 
She used to say that I was different. Huh. It ain't easy being gifted. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 She used to say y'all was different. Yeah, man. Shout out to that drip squad. Y'all already know, man. That is that icon right there. That different, man. Make sure y'all request that. Big shout out to the drip squad, man. Femo Nation, talk on the radio. Hey, we jerking with the drip squad. But let's go ahead. We got to get Petty Murphy back on. We got to get the Femo Night Train, the brand, the green room director back on as well. And I know Petty Murphy got some things he want to air off his chest. Femo Night Train, the brand, man. <laughs> Petty said he got some things he wanna he wanna get off his chest and he wanna speak. You know how we do it. And this is Cave Talk. What you think? You ready to go ahead and let him release that energy off of him, man? Man, let him let him rip it off. I'm ready to hear what he got to say, bro. Man, you are the wrong way, one hundred k. Petty Murphy, Sam O, man, you know. You always you've been rocking with us, man, since day one, man. You know, even before the radio, we've been rocking. And you know how everything goes, man. When we say, you know what I mean, this is the show to air it all for speak what's on your mind or say what's on your heart, man. You got that, and you know we're going to make it happen. I'm going to give you the spot, brother. What you got on your heart, man? All right, man. Hold on one second real quick. All right. As y'all may have heard on the Sunday night, you know, the Sunday Groove on the Petty Murphy Project. Night Train, the brand, did hit me up and the other day. He said he liked the show. I went off for 45 minutes and 45 seconds, and I'm going to tell y'all why. Y'all know. Hey, y'all well. like the show, Petty. Let me stop you. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all go check my nigga Petty show out, man. That nigga be talking some real shit, bro. Like his actual yeah. life. Y'all niggas need to follow this nigga, man. He a special watch, man. He gonna keep y'all tuned in. Watch this nigga moves, man. Yeah, I'm just being real. I just wanted people to know, man. Niggas really do be tuning in to your shit. Check that whole sh- bitch out, man. Hey, Teddy, drop your links before you 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 talk about your shit. Drop your show links and and everything, oh, yeah. bro, real quick. Oh yeah. Well, you know. First things first, man, if it wasn't for y'all, we even have the Petty Murphy Project. So that's a big shout-out to y'all. Y'all the ones who gave me the idea back in 2019. And when we had the pandemic, I like to call it the pandemic, you know, I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do, so I had that in my back pocket. And the first thing I did was I called the mister, and I said, I'm about to do the Petty Murphy Project. One year later, and almost 150 damn episodes, my shit has gone wide to where now I have listeners, not only 97% of the United States, Mexico and Canada and Puerto Rico, but I got listeners in India, Philippines, Norway, Japan, um, Switzerland, Jerky, um, Germany, Germany, Germany Norway, and a whole Germany. lot more. Oh, I love Germany. I love Germany. Germany. Oh, yeah. Germany. Oh, and Australia. Germany, all the way to, all oh. the way to Australia. 
Big yeah, Man, we need to spy Muggsy over there to you, man, and let Muggsy get an interview on your show, man. Big supporter out of uh, Australia. Shout out Muggsy, man. That dude over there, oh, man, definitely. he like a celebrity over there. Definitely, definitely. And where you guys can find the Petty Murphy Project, of course you know, it's on Spotify, it's on Anchor, it's on Amazon Music, it's on iHeartRadio, it's on Verbal, it's on Overcast, it's on Breakers, on TuneIn, Radio Public, and I'm working on getting titles. Oh, it's also on Apple Music also, too, which, by the way, in the Philippines, the Petty Murphy Project is number 24 in the Philippines, of course, Apple Music. I got the email. I sent it to the Mrs. Red. So I am fucking Congratulations, jerky. bro. Thank you. Climbing Thank up the you. ladder, bro. I'm climbing yeah, up the ladder. I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it the right way with, you know, playing the underground music. You know, Nick Gibbs is like, he's got the most tracks on the Petty Murphy Project. And Nick Gibbs has been the most, has been on the Petty Murphy Project more than any artist that I have interviewed. And that's no, my day one, motherfuckers. That's straight up. And straight that's where you Nick find the Teddy Murphy man. project. Yeah, shout out to Nick Gibbs. And by the way, we're not have a big announcement. Me and him are going to tell it. But I'm going to say this. 11-20-21, 11-20-21, I return to the 316. But we ain't going to tell Uh-oh. you how I return to the 316. We're going on the We're not going to come on Shop Funny Radio, and we can tell the entire world what we have planned for 11 Uh oh, I gotta be stay. I gotta stay glued in for that. Man, you gotta stay glued in for that. But to go back to what I was saying, I went off for 45 minutes and 45 seconds. Now, Night Train the Brand, Stephon the Phenom, the Mister. Y'all know this. I have been making yep. moves. The I Hate It yep. Here tour has done its yep. thing. All right. So this past last week, last Friday, my grandmother went to the hospital. My grandmother had um, a heart attack where she just had triple bypass surgery this past Monday. So I couldn't go to Denver for the I Hate It Here tour. So everybody and their fucking mama want to get upset because I postponed the show. Now, we know this for a fact, that family trumps entertainment. My right or wrong? That's right. That's right. You see, when my you grandma passed, like we didn't go on. When my grandma passed, man, just these past couple of weeks, so we didn't go on with them for like two weeks until that was all out the way. Yeah, huh? man, the family mm-hmm. had to get you know hell yeah. yeah. I feel you. Yeah, that. yeah. So you know, I had people mad because oh, we spent money and all these other tickets and all this other stuff. So my good friend out in. Colorado, my, my one of my good friends, DJ Lucky Luck, who's helped me out with Petty Fest in Las Vegas. He said, bro, do this. Go ahead and pay for the show and let it go on. So this is what I said. I paid for one show, which I did. But I told them if they wanted a Sunday show, they paid for it for the damn sale. You know, it pissed a lot of people off that was on the outside of it. Like my bro, uh... My boy Action, there were rude actions, you know, in Wichita. It pissed him off that he had to make a Facebook status. And he said it. Motherfuckers always know, y'all were, you know, he's got a family member in the hospital, and y'all worry about publicity. Y'all worry about getting a fame. 
What if it was your family member in the hospital, though? And he didn't name no names whatsoever, but I ain't going to name no names neither. But I want to say this, and I said it Friday, and I said it last Sunday, and I'm going to say it again. Motherfuckers weren't really fucking with me this goddamn hard until I announced that I was doing Petty Fest in Las Vegas. This is fact. This is all fact. From people from, like, you know, the people that we know, famo, you know, like Ballistic and everyone yeah. else. Motherfuckers yeah. weren't fucking with me until I announced Petty Fest in Las Vegas. But here's the thing about Petty Fest in Las Vegas. There is a... I'm being a 100K. When I, I, everybody knows that I went to Las Vegas right before I left Wichita. A mm-hmm. month bit before I left Wichita. I went to Las Vegas. I was sitting in Fremont, and I was sitting in the Fremont Street. Uh, Believer by Imagine Dragons was playing. I'm high and I'm drunk, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the light show, and I'm like, if I ever come back to Las Vegas, I'm coming back to do a show. But I'm not just coming to just do a show, show. Fuck all that. I'm going to do a big-ass show. Mm-hmm. So, this is three years later. So I'm sitting there. I already have, let's see here. I already done Kansas City. I sold out the first the two shows for most hated unfinished business. Sold them bitches out in May. And, you no know, Denver was coming up. I already launched Dallas for September 19th for the Texas Throwdown for most hated four in Halton City. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to fuck around. It's like, you know, Rony still, I call it the coronavirus Rony. That's why I the Bobby Brown runny anymore until this shit's really over with. And I'll start listening to that shit again. I don't even eat macaroni mm-hmm. for rice macaroni because of that. <laughs> okay. I, I, I sat there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something. I didn't say nothing to nobody. So I'm sitting at Panera Bread enjoying my white privilege one night. Yeah, I, 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 I do that shit. You know, so you know, I, I enjoy my white privilege at Panera Bread. And I'm sitting there and I was like, all right, I'm going to do some network. So I was like, all right, let me fuck around and see what the fuck I can find in Las Vegas. Because everybody knows that it is hard to book a show in Las Vegas that is not affiliated with an arena or a casino. So I had to basically really, really, really get deep and involved in the shit. I was so happy to find not one, but two venues within 24 hours. Okay. So I announced that I was doing Petty Fest. Actually, I ended up finding three. Three venues. I announced Petty Fest. The first person that hit me up wasn't even in my circle. Well, in immediate circle. This is a promoter out of Iowa by the name of Jenna Smith. She was an affiliate of Strange Music Corrupted Promotions. She just recently went out to Vegas this year and got engaged. So big shout out to her. As soon as I announced Vegas... She hit me up. She said, I want to help you with this. So as soon as we were booking, everybody with their mama jumped on. They paid their slot fees and everything else, too. Everything's already taken care of for Vegas. I started noticing shit. And the shit that I said Sunday is actual fact. My day one said this shit. Nick Gibbs been fucking with me since day one. Tilda Death Records been fucking with me since Famo Nation been fucking with me since day one. Satilla been fucking with me since day one. Rude Ash has been fucking with me since day one. Everybody else. Oh, and even Miss Danielle DeAnda. 
been fucking with me since day one. Everyone else want to jump on the train. But you can't jump on this train because I built my damn brand from the ground fucking up. So one rapper wanted to jump on, wanted to host, DJ, and perform. Now, I got another promoter. I got a business partner on this. I had to talk to her about it. I told her what he said, and she said, no, he got to choose one or the other. Reason why is because, oh, no, 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 before we get into that, this motherfucker wanted me to pay for his plane ticket, him and his girl plane ticket, get them, them a hotel and all this other shit, and he do the shit for free. Now, I, I'm, I'm a smart man, and I know Las Vegas, and I know how much motherfucking money I have spent just to go out to Las Vegas. To basically get him and his girl out there, it would have been $2,000. God damn. Yeah, you add in the hotel and the resort fees, you add in the plane tickets and baggage fees, and all that other shit, it'd been $2,000. I said no. And she said no. He I mean, got you one or the other. Was he, was he going to sell that bitch out? No. It's because he's from Lawrence, Kansas. Nobody knows who the fuck this man is. So, what the I mean, fuck? yeah. And so when I told him no, he's like, no, 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 no. I meant get two plane tickets for me and you. We sit together. It's like, first of all, I'm going with Danielle DeAnda and her mom and her sister. I'd rather sit with them. And he's never been to Las Vegas. He's never been to Las Vegas. He's never flown on the plane. And and then it's kind of like if I have you host BJ and perform, that means I have to pay you. You're not investing anything in the performance, especially he's like, well, I was going to do two songs. It don't matter if you're doing two damn songs. You're taking time away from an artist that actually needs that experience and that exposure. And you're mm-hmm. not putting nothing in on it? Nah, mm-hmm. bro. Kick rocks. So I noticed he's trying, shit. Ride, he's trying to ride. Yeah, he's trying to ride him, for huh? free. And apparently but this other that. promoter said, let him, let him host DJ and perform. But I was like, no, nah, that shit don't ride with me. you going to either pay a slot fee or get the fuck out my face at one or the other. So... Is that I what made you go off, son? Oh, oh, that made me go off into the whole shit that happens uh, with, with the Denver shit and everybody else. I had people basically uh, for the most hated show, so we did here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I had a promote. I had a manager who didn't tell me that her, two of her artists were underage. They were under the age of 21. This was the week of the show. So I had to talk to the venue owner and the venue manager. So that Saturday was the first show. Me and the venue manager, because we're on the phone with the venue owner, we talked to the young, the two young people. We told them, can perform since you paid your slot fee. You do your 15 minutes on stage, but you got to leave 30 minutes after your performance. You know these two little motherfuckers left? Told their manager some bullshit. Said that there were drugs, guns, and underage people inside the building and shit. Knowing damn well there's two security guards, one's a cop, with, with our armed, armed security. Knowing damn well there's only drugs that were out there was weed. They didn't go back and yeah, say only, that, did they? Oh, they went back and told their manager this shit. So, nah, they, so, her, so their manager goes talk to... Yeah, so their manager goes talk to other people that weren't even at the show. I got other promoters hitting me up. I got Artists that are on my shit hitting me up. Like, I'm on my way to fucking Chicago. And I'm on my way back. I'm trying to prepare for Chicago. I got my damn phone blown up. I have to tell people, look here. 
I'm on my way to Chicago to do a goddamn show, and I'm trying to prepare. Whatever shit that you want to talk about can wait till I get back. So one mm-hmm. of the artists contacted me on my way back, and he told me that the the manager didn't want to talk with me because she said I seemed stressed out. So he had to do the talking for me, uh, for her. So I said, number one, bro, anything that doesn't concern you, you don't that mind your bit mind the business that pays you. Real shit. Mind the business that pays you. Anything that if she wanted you to talk to me, you should have politely said, no, that's not my place. And you didn't do that. So basically, you causing drama. So yeah, I'm cussing you the fuck out. And after I get off this goddamn phone, I'm going to cuss this bitch out. Which I did. And that's I told right. her straight up. Your artist didn't tell you the fucking truth. Your artist didn't tell you that they were allowed to perform. They just had to leave right after. And I had young. to pay the fuck. And they're young. And I had to pay that slot fee back? I said, that's bullshit. It's like, they left. That's insubordination. That's a breach of contract. But I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. I'm going to let it slide. So, the pay to perform shit. One of the pr- promoters, his name is ATM, cool-ass dude from 93 in the live records. He pro- mm-hmm. so Basically, everyone was talking about the pay to perform. And I had to tell him, you know, a lot of promoters lost a lot of damn money Due to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, we're throwing shows. You're going to have to pay to get on these shows. It doesn't matter how much the amount is. You're going to have to pay. So, she gets on there. Oh, again, time out. Yeah, pay to perform, and the venue won't let you perform. I went the fuck off. I said, I said okay, I thought we basically talked, to, talked this shit out because, number one, I told her, any business that has to do with me and you does not go outside the motherfucking circle. This is how shit gets started. This is how you get nosy-ass motherfuckers in your goddamn business. So I cussed him out, made him do out, and I told him straight up, hey, bro, real talk, I respect you, but that bitch's comments need to be fucking deleted, and you need to tell that bitch to monitor their own goddamn business. He said, well, I'm just looking out for my fellow artists. She's out. bullshit, because she shouldn't ever put bullshit. that shit out there. And yeah. then I went off on her. I put her ass on blast on Facebook. Yeah, you, we had this hey, conversation. Hey, you still in Facebook jail, Samo? I'm still in Facebook jail until and for 13 more motherfucking days. How you <laughs> get off on the dean? Hey, put, <laughs> put it like this: calling someone an ignorant ass, according to Mark Zuckerberg, is known as harassment and bullying. Bullshit. I already talked to the oversight board and told I threw the asses to for fuck you with my damn freedom of speech. But what made me go oh, off, you know my what? On, on that end, too, man, I got some information on the disparity with Facebook mm-hmm. and, and about, you know, how they censor certain things about when blacks talk about racism, they censor it as hate speech. I got some info oh, yeah. on that. Ass. Y'all know me. Oh, man. yeah. I got, oh, I got some info on that. And guess who's on the oversight <laughs> yeah. board? Professor Jamal Bryant is on the oversight board, which is Talib Khalid's brother. I've already emailed him and and tweeted him. I've already emailed him and sent him the shit. But here's the thing about Facebook and this motherfucking Facebook jail. I call it Clubs Up. You got to do 30 days or more. It's called Clubs Up. Yeah. Just like regular jail and Facebook, more niggas are locked up in jail than white people. This is fucking fat. This is fat. Eddie, man, this you know fact. how people going to take this. Repeat that again, because 
I'm going to say this just like in real life. More niggas are locked up in Facebook jail than white people. I don't give How a fuck. How you know that shit, Petty? Put it like this, man. Put it like this. Oh, my God. Trump, support, crazy Trump, supporters, Trump supporters can talk shit about black people every fucking day and nothing fucking happens. But like the mister said, black people can talk about racism <laughs> and real shit, and it's known as fucking hate speech. I called a fucking hey, rapper here hey. in St. Joe an ignorant ass because he was acting ignorant. Not ignorant, ignorant. And it was known as harassment and bullying. You got blocked. And then when I, I got I got put back in Facebook jail, and then when I um, appealed it, <laughs> these motherfuckers came right back in and said, nope, that was in six fucking minutes. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. Uh, that's bullshit. Ignorant And then this one I did also too. I went to Facebook the other day because I was talking to the oversight board through Instagram. And I basically looked, basically went inside search and wrote in ignorant ass and found a whole bunch of posts of people saying ignorant ass, including white and black people. And I screenshot the shit and sent it to them. I was like, this is, see, this is why Donald Trump is suing Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for fucking uh, the censorship shit. Violating his uh, freedom of speech, which that yeah, motherfucker does deserve to be banned, but he does have a right point. This go along right with, with, with Petty Murphy is speaking on, uh, just, just real quick, black activists say that these hate speech policies and uh, content moderation systems, which is formulated by a company building dominated by, you know, people that's, that are white that don't really feel our views. Fail the very people Facebook claims is trying to protect. Not only are the voices of marginalized groups disproportionately stifled, Facebook rarely takes action on repeated reports of racial slurs, violent threats, and harassment campaigns targeting black users, they say. So that that, hey. that go along, and that comes from the right. actual... Evidence so that come along with what Teddy Wait a minute, soldier. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, soldier. Wait a minute, Petty. Let me be devil advocate here. Y'all don't think us black people do too much or something? Are we doing too much? You know how we get Petty. Petty, did you really act a fool, bro? (laughs) Come on, man. Did you do did you do a little extra? No, this is what I did. This is what I did, famo. Now, I'm hosting the All Missouri Music Awards, and you know there's somebody I was fucking hating. This is a young brother, and I had to speak to the brother. The voting process was fair. Basically, it was set up that where you can nominate your own artist or promoter or photographer or videographer, and it was winner take all. It was fair. I'm sorry that 99.9% of niggas cannot read. I'm sorry. I blame the school districts that they live in. I'm sorry. I spoke to him. And Not I told the him school to district, famo. Yeah, the school district. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so you would have blamed it on, hey, I went to Dallas ISD. You would have blamed it on DISD? Depends on the situation. We're school to <laughs> But 
I spoke to this young man, and he had called me up at these earlier in the post. Now, I had to basically like. So I that mean, boy I said you were, and he said you were bougie, bro. He ain't so bougie and uppity. All right. Yeah. So I basically went back to the Ben Simmons thing. Like, bro, you got to act like Ben Simmons. If you don't take the opportunity to take the shot, you're going to miss it. And everybody knows that when Ben Simmons uh, got the shot, he won't take it. Yeah, he's going to pass that hoe. He's going to pass that hoe. So I said, and that's (laughs) me. This is, I quote, this is me. Talking uppity to your ignorant ass. Oh, and you got blocked for that. That's not bullying. That's not harassment. No, that's not alright. Now, prior to that, back in March, I had a black dude by the name of James Allen. No, 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 his name is James. Some what fucking name is he was down in Atlanta. This motherfucker had the nerve to tell me and my homie Bez Dog, shout out to Bez Dog, he do fuck with the FAMO Nation, he fuck with the Mr. Bez Dog was talking some real shit about Black Lives Matter. This motherfucker claims he woke, but he had the nerve to say that Black Lives don't matter. So like, wait a second, a nigga that just said Black Lives, the nigga that said he woke, speaking these Negro spirituals and you know, all these African proverbs and shit, just say that black lives don't matter. So he goes to my inbox, starting threatening me and shit, and then he goes on back on Best Talk's post. He said, if I was in your presence, that mouth of yours would be mine. So me, I translated it because I'm an asshole, and I, hate, and I know subliminal messaging. So I said, okay, if you were in my presence, you would punch me in the face. Facebook jail. Me. 30 days. And it's like... Facebook likes to nitpick. Good. Uh, well, see what you say. You say if you see him, you're going to punch him in his face. No, he said that to me. I just basically coded the message. Damn, and you went to jail for that? I went to Facebook jail for that shit. Clubs up. I like to call it. Oh, Clubs my. Up. Facebook, that's some whole ass shit, bro. It is. They need to say ass whoop. They do. Take this up, though. We got we got five minutes left, man. We got to take a real, real quick break. For we the show, it's track. almost yeah. over. Yeah, man. Then when we come back, man, oh, we're going to let Teddy get Yeah, we're going to let Teddy get his quick uh, last remarks in, man. We got to be quick with it. And then uh, we're going to give ours, and we're going to ride out to the next time, man. So y'all know we got to go ahead and get into this upcoming, this music here coming from G Money, the Louisiana Cartel, which he will be on air live tomorrow night, man. It's Saturday night, 8.30, man. We're going live right here at Top on the Radio for the G Money, Louisiana Cartel interview, baby. So you do not want to miss out on that as well. Uh, I feel like a young masterpiece. Yeah. Shout out to Louisiana Cartel. 54, 54, you heard me? Lost Souls, the mixtape. You already know how we rock a nigga on the old man. You already know how DJ Boozy get I'm getting it like a young boy. Crazy. Yeah. Charlie. You know the blood got the load and I got it. You know the blood got the load and I got it. I'm a young master people, I'm body. I 
that body. I was 13 when I caught that body. I was 13 when I caught that body. I probably fuck your bitch in a Bugatti. We gon' ball on a dust and I got Charlie. You know the blood got the load and I got it. You know the blood got the load and I got it. I'm a young master people on body. I was 13 when I caught that body. I was 13 when I caught that body. I was 13 when I caught that body. I probably fuck your bitch in a Bugatti. Child. You know the pull drop the load and I got it. I'm a young master P boy and body. I was 13 when I caught the body. Smoke a stupid loud pet with on the garbage. Pull up in the hood, took a back for Uncle Bowling. Amigo got a nigga bowling. And I never ever crossed him. Bitch, look, that way you love me. When you start playing, I old bossing. Cause we really bossing. Quarter million at the office. They counted up, drank coffee. Bird said the word, I put some peace about them. Everything that they need on this. Fuck all the talking. Now I get the spoken. I don't play in the game. If you ain't gon' take your charge Broke a pee down, sold that bitch In eight, in quarters Got a Spanish bitch, cause people say across the border So it ain't shit to place your order All I want is the money, I don't give a fuck Who go harder Stand solid head or chest, I how broader Louisiana cartel, nigga, you can't buy her My shooter ready for a nigga to try her Cut out the light, cause I'm shining Ali Diamond, got me feeling like a timer Put your shades on cause I might blind No priest, but a nigga keep the iron I probably fuck your bitch in a Bugatti We gon' ball on a dust and I got Charlie You know the blood got the load and I got it You know the blood got the load and I got it I'm a young master people on body I was 13 when I caught that body I was 13 when I caught that body I was 13 when I caught that body I probably fuck your bitch in a Bugatti We gon' ball on a dust and I got Charlie You know the blood got the load and I got it You know the blood got the load and I got it I'm a young master people on body I was 13 when I caught that body I was 13 when I caught that body I was 13 when I caught that body I might go ahead and put it in for side And if a nigga want to trip a body I'ma put one, two, hit in the rest in the body, my about bitch, John Gotti. Me and Monk, we were thugging in the pride. It the car, the man, the fiend got me knowledge. Them bands ain't gon' feed in the wide. I'm taking off, put the nigga just watch me. Found got real estate, so I'm buying no property. I'm out of town with your bitch on top of me. She got it, I'ma start topping me. Fuck the laws. I know they wanna do me like they did riding the king. Brand new, he came with the beam. When it cut the check, I'ma put on the whole motherfucker team. Me and Dollar Dream hit the scene, blowing on green, rolling cream. For the thing, co-signed by the tank, sharper than a string. All these diamonds got a young nigga feeling like he fucking fine. At the people, they'll tell you that a nigga around armed and dangerous. Keep a G, bitch, I'm a fucking gangster. Miss Lady, yo, nigga is the wankster. California Pac Man, this shit stankin'. My life moving. Camera always on me like a fucking anchor. Stand down, nigga came up. Stand down, nigga came up. You ain't talking about money, you can't hang with us. Out of town with some pounds on two I'm just waiting on my nigga to pull up. I'm just waiting on my nigga to pull up. show man this is cave talk with the mr man shouts out petty murphy y'all already know we're gonna get petty murphy right back on so y'all stay tuned shouts out night train the bread stefan the phenom man hey this is top on the radio baby k talk with the mr man first one went down george washington we had to get you we just had to get you man and we we went in on you but we didn't get all the way in on you but don't worry we're gonna double back to you 
to the next cave talk, man. We're going to go, we ain't going to say go after, man. We're just going to speak on some things a lot of other people ain't speaking on and won't speak on. You did. Till next time, baby, we out. But stay tuned to the promo, man, because we're coming right back on tonight again. Yeah.